is up, everybody? It is Enscape Sports and Entertainment back after a month off. That will not happen again. Cannot promise there won't be a two-week break in between, but it will not be a month off. Just uh, the good old work schedule and school schedule kind of conflict and uh, trying to stay on top of the, both of those things. While right now this is a hobby, eventually it will be a career path, but for now it's a hobby. So every episode from here on out until somebody signs me, maybe Sirius Radio, that'd be really cool. Somebody signs me, this is a hobby. But practice for now. Call me Alan Iverson. No, I take that back. Starting off with Inskeeps 4, per usual. The, bas uh, the basketball. The NBA is back. College basketball season is upon of us. Upon of us. Upon us. Get a cheer in there. Okay, we got some NFL tiers going, like per usual. Then my week eight picks. Can you believe week eight is already here? Does not feel like it. Then some college football picks. There's only two games I have because the rest of them are obvious choices. And then NBA tiers. Remember, three best in the West, three best in the East. Might change that up a little bit this year, but. It's genuinely going to say the same every week. Let's get into it, shall we? Again, per usual, starting off with Inskeep Spore. Out of the WWE branch of this, it is Seth freaking Rollins. He is currently the United States champion. He had won that maybe two weeks ago, two, two or three Monday Night Raws ago. I actually believe he won it the night the Chiefs beat the Raiders in comeback fashion on Monday Night Football. It was a red Monday for me. That was October 10th, 16 days ago. Um, Seth Rollins, anyways, he's United States champion now. He defeated Bobby Lashley. Um, haven't played, paid much attention to WWE besides pay-per-views. Um, next week, I will be looking at Crown Jewel, so I will record an episode next week, get that ready. If it's not next week, then next weekend. Or this weekend, sorry. Um, so I... During football season, I don't watch a lot of my, uh, Raw or SmackDown. I just watch clips, so there is stuff I miss. But I do look up enough to see who I think deserves to be Wrestler of the Week. Hardly ever has it been AEW. And I said WWE wing. It's actually Pro Wrestling Ring, or Pro Wrestling Wing branch of NC Sport. But it is Seth Rollins. He's finally United States Champion. It's been a while since he's held gold. He doesn't need to hold gold. Everyone knows he's great. Um, it's like Tom Brady. He doesn't need any more Super Bowls. Everyone knows he's great. Maybe not this year, but he is great. Um, NBA, it's John Morant. Uh, first off, he's got me 1-0 and in my fantasy league. I'll name the name Captain Curry's and ESPN. If you have your own ESPN fantasy league where you're the commissioner, you can kind of copy and paste links from Google's on pictures and use your own pictures, but they wouldn't let me. So I used the Avengers uh, logo, the or Captain America logo, and I call them Captain Curry's. I have Seth and Steph Curry. I somehow got John Morant in the first round and Seth Cur uh, Steph Curry in the second round. So that's why it's called Captain Curry's. And John Morant is the reason I have I am 1-0 so far this year. Um, good start. And also a great start for him. 107 points, 13 rebounds, 19 assists. And almost a 90% field goal percentage, or a free throw percentage. Um, NFL, Jamar Chase. Eight catches, 130 yards, two touchdowns uh, towards the Falcons. Next up, Bryce Harper. This is a first. He's headed to the World Series. Also a first. He is the National League Championship Series MVP. 
He had a go-ahead home run to send the Phillies to the World Series in the bottom of the eighth inning on, I think it was Saturday or Sunday. It was Saturday. Um, against the Padres, Phillies did win 3-1. to one. Astros did sweep the Yankees 4-0. Um, World Series, I was close to the Yankees. I was close to the, not really close to the Yankees. They got swept in the ALCS. The Cardinals got bounced in the wild card round. Remember, I haven't recorded in a month ago, and I predicted the Cardinals to win their 12th World Series ever. Unfortunately, they got swept in the wild card series. And my uh, prediction was down the toilet. I was listening to the Jim Rome show earlier this week, and a guest he had on there said it's pointless to predict baseball because of how long it is and how the playoffs are so different from the regular season. You expect somebody to do this. The only thing we could have assumed was the Astros, unfortunately. Still not a fan of Jose Altuve and company. Um, not because they cheated. It's not because I'm hanging on to it. I just don't like how they go about it. Um, they are a talented group. I will give them that. But um, I am rooting for the Phillies hard in this one, as the rest of America should be. Um, do I think the Phillies win that? No, I actually think the Houston Astros win that, um, unfortunately. No, I'm kidding. I think the Phillies win that. I think this is a team destined for greatness. I think Bryce Harper wants it. Um, if you had to pick the stars between Harper and Altuve, most people are going to pick out, uh, Harper. Um, Harper's dealt with a lot of flack in his career. Um, just from the media and opposing fan bases. So I definitely give the edge to the Phillies here. No sweep, but no Game 7 either. It's going to Game 6. Phillies win in 6. And World Series MVP, I'll be honest with you guys, I think Bryce Harper is going to take the World Series MVP. But that's just me. Let's get into the NFL tiers. And then we'll take a quick break and do the NFL picks, college football picks, and the NBA tiers. So, NFL tiers, Super Bowl contenders, it's the Chiefs, Bills, and the Eagles. Um, those are obvious reasons. Uh, the Eagles still undefeated. They were just on their bye. Who do they have this week? I do not remember. We will get to that during my picks. And the Buffalo Bills, they can finally win close games for a minute there. I could not think they it didn't it didn't seem like they could win close games, and now they finally are. And then the Chiefs, they just get they just got to stop beating themselves. Um, the two games they've played, the two games they've lost, they have beaten themselves. There's no, it's no disrespect to the Colts while they are struggling mightily right now, and they sadly benched Matt Ryan for the season. I'm not very happy about that. Um, I mean, what are you going to do when you have no weapons and you're 37 years old and you have no mobility? That was poor roster building, and it just screwed Matt Ryan over. In my opinion, that's how I look at it. Um. If the Eagles want to get to the Super Bowl, they need to stick to the run game and not let off the foot gas. Let off, let their foot off the gas in the second half when they've got a lead. Bills just continue to win close games. Chiefs, stop beating yourselves up. Uh, two turnovers against the Bills. Um, one of them on Mahomes. Two of them on Mahomes. One of them was just uncharacteristic of him. And then Harrison Bucker missing field goals. Although, if you go to NFL's, I think it's NFL Throwback. On Facebook, there is a just a long video of announcers uh, giving curses to kickers, and that's basically announcer saying this guy's been he hasn't missed a thing, and then finally he misses it. Well, Harrison Butker, when he came back against the Bills, 13 seconds to go before second half, before the before the end of the half, 
uh, first half, not second half this time. Uh, Chiefs drive down. What do they do? They score. Harrison Butker. It's a 62-yarder, and that thing looked like it could have been 65 to 70 yards, and it could have been good. Um, nailed it. What has he done since then? Besides extra points, he's made those, but field goals, he keeps missing them. Why? The win? I don't know. Or it's the curse. So, stop shooting yourselves in the foot. That's how the Chiefs make the Super Bowl. Bills, keep winning close games. That's how you make the Super Bowl. Eagles. Keep doing what you're doing. Just don't take your foot off the gas, in my opinion. Playoff contenders, again, teams who can make the playoffs and going to make some noise, but in the end, they're not making the Super Bowl. The Vikings, they can't put up enough points. Bengals, they can't protect Joe Burrow that well, although it has gotten better the past couple weeks. The Cowboys, I like Dak Prescott, but he's nothing great. He's just very good. The New York Giants, uh, similar to the Cowboys, but Daniel Jones is just very average. He's not great or good. He's just very average. And yes, he does have some speed. Saquon Barkley, I like uh, Brian Dave. Yeah, Brian Dayball down there. He's doing great down there. I wish he was better with the Chiefs back in 2012 when they didn't hold a lead till Week 10 on Monday Night Football against the Chiefs or Steelers and almost won, and Brian Dayball just so happened to be the offensive coordinator. But that's not the point here. I'm talking really fast on purpose because I sound like I'm having flashbacks. Playoff hopefuls, teams that will most more than likely make the playoffs, but I don't know how much noise they're going to make. Um, the Ravens, I don't know if I trust their defense, and they keep kind of losing grip onto those leads they've had this year. Buccaneers, the offense is just a mess. Tom Brady's a mess. Everything's a mess. It's like Tom Brady and Giselle almost got a divorce or about to get a divorce, and the Buccaneers are trying to get a divorce from Tom Brady, or the locker room is. I don't know. The Chargers, I don't like their offensive game plan. Why is Justin Herbert, who is the best deep ball passer in the league, yes, I said it, he is the best deep ball passer in the league, and they're having him throw five to six yard passes. I understand. Dink and Duncan works for the most part. Um, chunk plays work, but you got to let him air it out once in a while. The 49ers, they just got to be more consistent on offense. The defense is great. They have the most sack, second most sacks um, to the Cowboys, I believe, um, in the NFL. Just stay consistent on offense. Next up is these teams aren't really bad. They're not really great. I just don't trust them. They got something I like, but I don't trust them. Los Angeles Rams. Don't trust them. Matt Stafford, too many turnovers. New York Jets. I don't trust them. Zach Wilson. I like the kid. I think he can be something very good in this league, but he's not that. Also, Brees Hall just went down for the season. I don't want to talk about it. Tennessee Titans, something just seems off with that team. They have a good defense. They have an okay offense. Something just seems off. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Something about that team just, I, I, I'm giving, I never thought I would say this. I, I don't like the vibes coming from that team. And I really hope I don't eat my words next Sunday night. Um, Green Bay Packers, uh, everything except the defense and running game. Um, the offensive play calling is horrible. Aaron Rodgers, I'm obviously being biased and rooting for them big time this Sunday night. And when he had a GD blast, as in gosh damn, he just didn't say gosh. When a reporter asked him, is it plausible for you guys to still make the playoffs after this start? And he's like, you're gosh damn right it is. This is the best thing that could happen to us. 
Everybody's going to have us count. Everybody's counting us out this week. We might perfect chance for us to get exposed this week in Buffalo. I hope the I hope Aaron Rodgers comes back and just rips Buffalo's heart out, and the Chiefs have a chance to have the number one seed. That's what I'm rooting for. But now that I put that out there, if you look at the Bills and the Chiefs schedule the rest of the way, it doesn't look like the Chiefs are going to lose again. But unfortunately for me and the rest of Chiefs Kingdom, it doesn't look like the Bills are going to lose again. Although if it hadn't become in between harder schedules, I would say the Bills have a harder schedule. But it doesn't look like they're going to lose. Dolphins could beat them. Patriots, maybe. If Bailey Zapier, Mac Jones are not playing stupid. Um, and Bill Belichick just... Uh, Confuses the heck out of Josh Allen again. The Jets stick to their running game. They still got a decent running game. They have Michael Carter. Now they have James Robertson from the Jaguars. Anyways, back to the no trust. Patriots, uh, like I just said, I got to trust quarterback play. Everything else, uh, not too shabby. Nothing great, just not bad. And the Seattle Seahawks, they are balling out. I'm going to bring it up here in a minute, but remember when I said crap? Mega crap, super crap, whatever. When J. Jonah Jameson in Spider-Man 1 was looking at Peter Parker's pictures, uh, the Tobey Maguire movies, yeah, that's what I thought of the Seahawks. They're not mega crap. They're 4-3 and three right now. Geno Smith is balling out. Maybe he just actually needed a head coach who knows offense to an extent. Um, nothing against Rex Ryan, but they, they didn't have the receivers that he has now in D.K. Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, nor they didn't have the running back in Kenneth Walker. Now, they don't have the defense suggested back then, but the Seahawks, they're, they're, they're chugging along. The Colts, I don't trust them because I don't trust their playmakers. Their run game, I trust. Their quarterbacks, I do trust Matt Ryan, and I do trust Sam Ellinger. Ellinger. <coughs> but who do they have to throw to? No one. And I'm, I'm honestly not trusting Frank Reich anymore. He's got to scheme up something for these guys, whether it's Matt Ryan, Nick Foles, or Sam Ellinger. Or that guy is gone. Next up is the Detroit Lions. I like a lot about this team. I know they're one in five. Dalton, why are you talking about them? Well, I love Dan Campbell. Okay? I don't mind Jared Goff. I like Amon St. Brown. I like Jamison Williams. I'm pretty sure I just butchered uh, St. Brown's name. I like uh, 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 Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift. TJ Hawkinson. Defense, not too shabby. No, their defense is pretty bad. But their offense is amazing when it puts up 40-plus points a game before they face Bill Belichick and the Patriots, and then a bye week, and then face the Dallas Cowboys, who lead the league in sacks. Hopefully, it was just a rough stretch facing defenses there. I haven't looked at their schedule. I have looked at their schedule. I just got to look at the picks for this week. The next up is the Browns. Um, I'd hate to say it, but when Sean Watson comes back, this team might be very scary, and if they just hang on by a thread, if I have to watch Sean Watson, and the Cleveland Browns, in the playoffs, make any noise, I'm going to lose it and retire from my hobby of podcasting and future career and become a door-to-door salesman. I don't trust them because I don't trust them. Neither does America or any sane sports fan. Next up is the Arizona Cardinals. Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray tend to kind of butt heads, it seems like, a little bit. And the play calling is not that great. Otherwise, the talent is there. I actually don't think Cliff Kingsbury is that great of a head, is that bad of a head coach. I just don't think he's a great play caller. Next up is no experience. Um, as in, if they got to the playoffs, because I think these three teams can, then 
What happens after that? No experience. Las Vegas Raiders. Yes, they're one of. No, they're two and four. Um, they're probably going to be three and four after this week. They face the Saints. Um, I trust them to make the playoffs, but I don't know if they can make any noise in the playoffs. First off, the AFC is loaded. Second off, they're just again not a lot of play playoff experience. Three playoff games under Derek Carr. One of them he was injured. Second one, I honestly legitimately believe the officiating was horrible in that game against the Bengals. The Raiders could have had that game multiple times. The Atlanta Falcons, again, I don't think they're that bad. I think Joe Burrow just ate up their defense this week. It was a bad week. Chalk it up as a loss. Three and four right now. They'll be back. Um, not to the playoffs, but they'll be they'll be back next game. Miami Dolphins. Tua has his limitations, but they have a great running game. Tua, when you start 12 games a year, but you win 10 or 11 games, you're doing something right. Um, crap. Like I was talking about crap. Like, yeah. Um, the Saints and the Steelers. The Steelers and Mike Tomlin, I don't really agree with people like Colin Cowherd when they say, oh, yeah, let's celebrate Mike Tomlin having so many 500 receiving uh, 500 or better records. And Colin says, really? That's what we're going for? Okay. I mean, you can lose out on a year and then build from there and build in the draft. A high draft pick doesn't mean crap. If you draft well, it means something. And the Steelers draft well. Just unfortunately, Mike Tomlin doesn't have the keen eye for offensive coordinators and does not have any sort of offensive philosophy. That's the issue with the Steelers. Other than that, they're not a bad team. But right now, because of that issue, they're crap. Now, that 500 or better thing for so many years, super impressive. It is so hard to win in this league. I don't care. On a week-to-week basis, it is so hard. And the Steelers do great at it. I would much rather see my team have a 500 record and struggle for 5 to 10 years at 500 than be freaking laughing stocks of the league. I want to see my team like two or three games away from the playoffs every year and then keep building and building and building. At a certain point, okay, maybe they do need to take a step back, but right now the Steelers, they're fine. They got Kenny Pickett. He's the future of that franchise. Mike Tomlin just needs to have a, take a look in the mirror about his offensive side of the ball. Mega crap. Denver Broncos. Uh, offense is trash. Defense is almost incredibly good. But the offense, Russell Wilson, are far from dangerous, to say the least. The Jaguars, I don't feel like I should put them in the mega crap category. It's just so many turnovers for this team right now. Trevor Lawrence shows some high, shows some life, but then mega crap again. Chicago Bears. Um, while I did look impressive on Monday Night Football, it's the Bears, and I'm not going to let an impressive Monday Night Football win cloud my judgment. The Washington Commanders. No, don't don't let that win with Taylor Heineke against the Packers, who are just playing stupid football right now. Fool you. They are a mega crap. Same with the Houston Texans, and same with the Carolina Panthers. The Houston Texans, their coaching's crap, front office is crap, ownership is crap, quarterback is crap, everything is crap except for Brandon Cooks. I don't think Davis Mills is that bad, but it's all mega crap. Carolina Panthers, poor Baker Mayfield, they're in a full-on rebuild mode. All right, I'm going to take a quick break, and I'll be back with NFL picks. My week eight picks, my NBA tiers. Stay tuned.
starting off with Thursday Night Football. Ravens up the Bucks. Um, I think Buccaneers bounce back, win 24-17. Um, the defense is still prominent. And uh, the Ravens defense, not so much, but I don't know if the offense for the Buccaneers is going to be enough to put up. Well, it'll be enough to win, but I don't know if we'll put up 30-plus points, but I think their defense will keep Lamar Jackson in check. Broncos versus Jaguars, two mega crap teams, although I don't think Jaguars should be mega crap. But with that for now, I do think the Jaguars win 28 to 27. I think the Broncos kind of put up some points in this def- uh, on this defense, but I think it's one of those things where they just can't do too it's too little too late. Panthers versus Falcons. I think the Falcons uh, bounce back in a big way here, winning 31 to 14. Panthers are not good. Falcons they could very well make the playoffs in the very weak NFC. Bears versus Cowboys. Uh, Bears not too shabby on uh, winning on Monday Night Football, but they're not good enough to overcome the Cowboys' pass rush. Cowboys will stomp them 35-13. to Cardinals versus Vikings. I have the Vikings winning 28-24. Um, kind of a pretty decent game. Um, I, do, I know I do have the Vikings fairly high up there in my tiers, and the Cardinals I say I can't trust, but I still think the Cardinals are a good team, just not as good as the Vikings. Dolphins versus Lions. I actually it gets into a shootout again. The Lions they can't hold. They can't make a play, but I actually do think they make a play against a very limited Tua. Um, not because of an injury. I just think he is limited. Um, so I think the uh, Lions do pull out a win here, thirty-eight to thirty-five. Patriots versus Jets. Um, much better game on paper than I thought after this uh, past Monday night game. Uh, well, worse than I thought actually, but. I do think Patriots bounce back. I think Patriots bounce back. Jets struggle one, maybe two weeks without Brees Hall, but they will get it together. They still got a really good running game. Patriots win 27 to 24. Raiders versus Saints. Jameis Winston is not the starter. Therefore, it's Andy Dalton. Therefore, the Raiders win 30 to 20. The Raiders kind of get the ball rolling a little bit and try to make some noise in the AFC West. Um, much easier than we thought it would be with the Broncos being absolute crap. Steelers versus Eagles. I think it is a bit of a close game in the first half, but the Eagles run away with it. I think they do what I think they should do. Um, if they want to be Super Bowl contenders, stop on the gas or keep foot on the gas. Keep keep the foot on the gas pedal. Uh, Eagles win 38-24. Sorry about my phone. Had an alarm set for some odd reason. Titans versus Texans. Um, Titans, 34-14. I don't think it's close. Maybe close in the first quarter. Uh, 49ers versus Rams. I think 49ers edge out this win, uh, bouncing back this week. Putting up the same amount of points, actually. Winning 23-21. to Commanders versus Colts. I'm not feeling confident about this pick after Sam Ellinger was benched. But I did pick the Colts to win. I'm going to give them the edge here, point total-wise, because I'm not sure on Sam Ellinger. Actually, I'm changing my pick. Commanders win 27-18. to Giants versus Seahawks. I think Giants win 28-27. Um, similar to the uh, Broncos and Jaguars, but both of these teams are really good. A one-point kind of victory. These scores aren't exactly what I think they will be, will be but like similar to what I have. Um, Packers versus Bills. Um, I'm, being, I'm being overconfident. I'm being biased as hell. I think the Packers bounce back. I think their defense gives, gives uh, Josh Allen some headaches. I think Packers win on Sunday Night Football, get their season back on track, and Packers win 28-25. Now, if it gets into the 30-plus points range, Bills win all day. If it stays under under 30, Packers 
You're getting. The, I'm giving you the guys the win. You guys can do it. I believe in you. Please do it. I'm kidding. That was a fake cry. That sounded horrible. Bengals versus Browns. Uh, real shootout here, quote unquote. I think the Bills. Uh, Bills. Bengals win thirty to twenty-seven. Um, Browns can stay in games, but like I said, um, Jacoby Brissett is no Deshaun Watson. When Deshaun Watson comes back, they will be scary. I hate I hate thinking that, but they will be. College football week nine. My top twenty-five picks: Ohio State versus Penn State. I believe Ohio State is still number two. Penn State's top fifteen-ish. I didn't see the AP scores come out. What were they? You know what? Let's talk, let's look, let's look at this real quick. That's what's weird about the. Uh, I, I had this typed up before, and I did not see what the poll was. The AP poll was. So that was my fault. Give me one second. So Ohio State is still number two. Penn State is number thirteen. I have that correct. Uh, pretty pretty close game, but Ohio, Ohio State does pull away. They are the superior team. I'd say they win forty eight to thirty five. And then Oklahoma State versus Kansas State. Whether Adrian Martinez or Martinez or Will Howard plays, as long as either of them stay healthy, I think Kansas State plays pissed off and comes back. I'm still pissed off about Kansas State losing to TCU. You go down. Adrian Martinez goes down very early. Will Howard comes in. He goes down, then they bring in their then their third stringer comes in and they throw he throws an interception and the rest of the game they just can't score. Some of it's on, some of that's on coaching, some of that's on luck with injuries, some of that's just a bad night. Um, when you have TCU fans throwing trash at players and coaches that angers this Kansas State fan deeply, it makes me think the world is playing a sick joke on Kansas State by injuring their quarterbacks while TCU fans are throwing once again trash and debris at Kansas State players and coaches. I think Kansas State comes back big time and defeats Oklahoma State 42-24. to I legitimately believe that. I think their offense will have something to prove. I think their defense will be playing pissed off. Call me biased all you want. I don't care. That's just what I think. My NBA tiers, three best in the West. And my three best in the East. Might change that to three best in the West to three beasts in the East. I think I'm going to do that starting next week. All right. Number three, the Phoenix Suns. Um, most of the offseason, people thought the Suns were going to slip up. But they beat the Clippers, Warriors, and the Mavericks. And they beat the Warriors by 30 points. Next up is the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, Morant, John Morant and Desmond Bain um, evenly split 76 points Monday over the Nets. Um, that was uh, Memphis's uh, franchise record for the highest scoring performance by a duo. Next up, Golden State Warriors. While they did lose to the Suns, Clay Thompson got his first career ejection. But they're a decent offensive team and a bad defensive team so far. But it's the Warriors. So right now I'm keeping them in the top three. It's literally week two of the NBA season. And there's 16, 17 weeks to go. 82 games together. Three or four games a week. Sometimes five. 
Now, the beasts of the east. That's what I'm going to do. The beasts of the east. Three beasts of the east, whatever. Number one, the Milwaukee Bucks. Even with Middleton and Pat Connaughton sidelined. Giannis had 44 points the other night on 81% shooting, 12 rebounds, and 28 minutes against the Rockets. Less than 30 minutes. That's less than three quarters of a game. Now, eh, something like that. <laughs> Boston Celtics, while they did kind of have a stinker against the Bulls, I mean, all of Boston did Monday night against Chicago. Celtics still look like they're going to be back, despite that uh, issue with a former head coach or a head coach, even though he's suspended for the year. We're not going to talk about that. Next up is a surprise team, in my opinion, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Donovan Mitchell. Every bit of good is advertised. Cleveland, I think, is a sneaky team this year. They are definitely a beast of the East so far. Finally, I am back. It is Inkscape Sports and Entertainment. Episode 92. Thank you. I'm out of here. See you next time. Talk to you next time, I should say. Mm -hmm.